You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. And welcome to episode 74 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today are the effervescent Vicki Stokes. <laughs> sparkling. <laughs> and the sparkling Suze Gilbert. Hello, everyone. Know. It just came to me for some reason. I don't know. It's the, Chris, it's, it's the holiday spirit. I don't have any holiday spirit. Aww. Uh, this is... No, not me. However, you would think I did, because on Black Friday... I spent money like I had it. <laughs> really? Yeah. In fact, you will be very pleased and shocked to know that I bought, haven't opened yet because it just arrived before we started to record. Drum roll. I bought a KitchenAid mixer. Oh, I love my, I love my, I'm surprised. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes, I did. Well, Sam's Club had it on sale for $199. I texted my husband and I said, I think I'm going to buy it. And his response was, Why? Yeah, you're not going to have a collect dust, are you? Uh, well, you know. I use I said, mine all the time. Yeah. All I the said, time. it's $199. Yeah. So he said, okay. So that just arrived today. Mm-hmm. I also bought two Amazon Fire tablets for $35. Wow. Mm-hmm. I bought one for me and one for my son who just has mm-hmm. his MacBook and his iPhone. He doesn't have an iPad. So I thought that would be good for him. 35 each. $35 each, yeah. Wow. Now, that came yesterday. I haven't really had time to play with it, but I was telling Vicky before we started recording, I opened up the camera app on the Fire, and I opened up the camera app on the iPad, and I aimed it to the same subject. I didn't snap a picture. I just looked through it. Right. Night and day. Oh, my God. You're not going to use the Fire to uh, take pictures. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yeah. Not good. But I mean, for $35, what the heck? Yeah. That's a pretty, then, that was only yeah. for Black Friday, correct? It lasted, I believe, through Saturday. Wow. Hmm. I missed that one. Yeah. yeah it's I back too. up to $50 right now. But mm-hmm. I thought, you know, because even my husband said, why? And I was like, what the heck? I said, mm-hmm. $35. He goes, you and your toys. <laughs> and I also bought four fire sticks, one for each of my kids and then one to put in our family room TV. And those yeah. were $25. Yeah, a fire stick cheap. was twenty. Yeah, that is cheap. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that arrived today. So uh, after we're done recording, I'll set that up. I like my Apple TV. I'm happy with it. Very happy. I like my fire stick. Well, you know, for my purposes, I have nothing against the Apple TV, but it's overkill for me. Mm-hmm. I don't play games. I don't buy anything on iTunes. I don't stream anything. I, I mean, I mean, as far as like sending it from the computer to the television. Mm-hmm. Check, so check, me, and check. I do every. I do all yeah. three of those. And, that, and if you do, that's great. I mean, if I did those things, I'd buy an Apple TV too. But for me, the Fire Stick, I have it in the kitchen. Sometimes we watch, t- you know, we'll watch something on Netflix in there. If we're eating mm-hmm. dinner, if I'm cooking dinner, it's great. Yeah, it is fantastic. I, I just recently bought um, a HDMI hub so that I can, I don't have to disconnect everything to go from the Fire Stick to my cable TV. So uh, I got an old TV in my family room, which won't die. I wish it would. Then not could have. Buy one of these big deals. You have, they have great deals on TVs every every holiday, I guess. But um, I would like to have a nice uh, flat screen kind of thing instead of this huge HD um, TV. Uh, you know those rear 
projection things. Oh. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I, I like had in my that. family room. I had a 27-inch CRT TV. Mm-hmm. I think it's from 2008. And I didn't yeah, see any yeah, problem yeah. with it, but my husband said he thought he saw flickering in it. And the problem yeah. with that is because of the overhead light, if we watch TV at night, the light would reflect off the screen because of the curved screen. Mm-hmm. And it was that was just making me crazy. And yeah. I just said, you know, let's just get... We, it, we're, we've got like big bookcases. So the biggest I could get was 32 inch, which was fine. But mm-hmm. finding a 1080p isn't easy on a 32 inch yeah. TV because I wanted yeah. the, the 1080p. So we found that I bought a Sharp at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. So I got that a couple weeks ago, got the Fire Stick, and we're good to go. Yeah. I didn't do, yeah. I didn't shop at all on Black Friday. For one thing, I was in Oregon mm-hmm. doing wine tastings up the Willamette Valley. And secondly, when I was in Portland, Oregon, I spent two and a half hours at Dick Blick and I bought a bunch of art supplies. So, um, two and a half hours. (laughs) Well, I get overwhelmed in art stores because number one, I have a lot of art supplies if you've ever seen my studio. And secondly, this is like Nirvana. I mean, Mm. Dick Blick is like, it's like the Nirvana of art supplies. It's just wonderful. Mm. So I made sure I went down every single aisle every single aisle and examined mm-hmm. every single thing, which is wonderful. Mm. But I no. totally get it. That's why I am with when I go to Webb's in Massachusetts, this big, huge yarn store. Yeah. You go up and down every aisle because you don't want to miss something. Yarn. But, you, know, <laughs> it, you know, at my age, you know, you know, really the holidays, at least Christmas, you know, if you celebrate Christmas, it's really for little kids because, you know, yeah, at this is. age, exactly. if my husband and I want something, we were, like we wanted the successes and we were due for an upgrade, we went out and bought them. Mm-hmm. But you That's know, exactly I, what we do. You know, yeah. if we want something like the Apple TV, yeah, we could have saved it for under the tree. Our trees are—we never have gifts under them. Seriously, we do our mm-hmm. stocking, but we do like funky stuff for a stocking. You know, mm-hmm. I've always—it's it, really funny because when I married my husband, he had never had a stocking. He never grew up with stockings. I said, "What? Wow!" Yeah. He said, yeah. "No, what's a stocking?" I said, "With." The best part of Christmas. And, you know, even yeah. my boys. Candies and little toys oh, my and God. all kinds I used of stuff. To, I used to get such yeah. funky things for the boys. And usually I theme yeah. it. Like every year it would be a different theme. But um, my husband, that's his favorite part of Christmas now. He mm-hmm. absolutely adores his stocking. And my oh. boys always did. They said this because we always opened all our gifts under the tree. And then the stockings mm-hmm. were the last thing. And they loved their stockings, you know. Yeah. I I, I uh, enjoyed them too. Do you remember those lifesaver hard candies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Story yeah. books. Yeah. yeah, we used to have one of those in there. So you had to be a really big uh, stocking. <laughs> and then my mom had these hard candies that you only could get around Christmas time. And she would have them in the candy dishes, but she would wrap them up in these little pretty little uh, cloth bags. And um, sometimes you have uh, cloth bags full of like trinkets and little toys and things like that too. But it was like whatever she could find, you know, just little bitty things that she would put in in there. And then she would have extra ones just in case somebody come over with a kid and she could give them. Give that it to was them nice. Also. Well, yeah, Dinky, so. you went right into our topic today of holiday yeah. traditions. Yeah, oh, sure did, didn't I? But wait, <laughs> wait, wait a minute, that would be me here. I said well, the okay. yes, That's did. true, that's true. So you both went into our topic. But not, that I'm com- in- not that I'm competitive or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do that, I do want, we do have some feedback that I want to share before we go back into our yeah, traditions, okay. because you guys have a whole lot more than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some feedback from Dorothy Yamamoto on the iPad Pro. We asked Hi, her to let us know how she felt about using the product. So she said... Um, 
Would you like some feedback? I jotted down some impression. Here it goes. I've been waiting to replace my iPad 2 and iPad 3 with the promise of a larger model and searching for a hard tip stylus. I was disappointed in Wacom's Creative Stylus 2 and returned it. Getting the iPad Pro and Pencil has resolved the desire to use the devices for easier art creation, much like using traditional drawing and sketch pads. They're a complement to the digital drawing and painting I do on the desktop Wacom Syntec. Is that it pronounced Syntec? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And traditional drawing and painting. I was surprised how well balanced the iPad Pro felt in hand. The weight factor doesn't bother me, since the distribution of it across the iPad Pro's dimensions makes holding it manageable. And it's a night and day comparison how well it executes compared to my old iPads. Needless to say, some of the resource-hungry drawing and painting apps benefit from the beefed-up CPU and RAM. While not comparable to Wacom desktop stylus pens, the pencil does make drawing a more natural experience like plain old handwriting. I'm waiting for most of the drawing and painting apps I have to adapt the pencil in future updates. Right now, Procreate, Art Studio, and some Adobe's apps that I use are supporting it. And the $99 price tag is comparable to the Wacom pens and other premium styluses. I do hope it pairs up well with the apps, as we probably haven't seen the pencil's full attributes. I think that's, she, an, I think yeah. that's an excellent review. And I really appreciate her, her, um, her viewpoint on that, because I mm-hmm. have been tempted for the Pro and the pencil, but I think I'll probably wait until the iPad Pro 2. I usually wait until the second incarnation, but the pencil looks beautiful. So thank you, Dorothy, because the Procreate is the, the app I use almost all the time. Yeah, Dorothy and I were chatting back and forth a little bit, and she feels that, uh, Suzanne, be a great benefit to you. And Vicki, she wants to know when you're buying one. <laughs> it won't happen. Uh, it's just, I got my, my MacBook Pro. It's, it's everything to me. And then I got my huge iPhone 6. Plus, so. Oh, well, I love I, I my iPad Air, too. And I have to tell you, um, I was very disappointed that when, you know, I think like Dorothy, I have been a stylus junkie and I have all of the style, styli, you know, pencil by Paper 53. I have the jot. I have several jots, uh, Donut jots. I have, um, I, too, um you know, bought one of the, I bought the pressure sensitive. I got the Pogo connect and none of them really give that pencil feeling, you know, no matter how hard you try, it just doesn't give that, that fine line. And when, you know, they had the announcement about the Apple pencil, I was very, very excited. And I think I told you, I want to buy one of those hundred bucks. That's fine. If it looks like that, I'm buying it because it looks gorgeous. But then they said it was only for the iPad Pro, and I was very disappointed that they didn't come out with a comparable one for, say, the iPad Air 2, because that was very disappointing to me. You know, so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, it's forcing me. Eventually, I will have to upgrade to the iPad Pro because I do – I use my iPad Air 2 as a sketchbook, a digital sketchbook. I absolutely do. But I'm never so, happy with a stylus. I'm just curious. Um other than for, you know, sketching and stuff, what do you use these pencils for? Just it? Well, no, I think, you know, you, yes, you can sketch or you can paint, but also it looks, and I don't have the Apple Pencil, but with other stylus, um, well, the Sensu brush 
you can actually have a more of an experience. They have a very intuitive, like brush sense, uh, stylus that if you want to paint, like I use the, usually the Sensu brush with art rage, cause I really love the feeling of painting oil with a brush. So I would say that, um, yeah, I mean, for note taking, you know, like if you're a student mm-hmm. and you want to do note taking, mm-hmm. I would think the Apple Pencil would be fabulous because it would give you more of an experience, like Dorothy said, like using a pencil to take notes mm-hmm. or sketching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, that's that's what I wanted to hear because if they ever add, you know, more things like I need like ports, I really need ports. I'm sorry. You know, uh, I wanted to be, if I was going to buy one, it, it needs to be a replacement for a computer. It's just too doggone big just to be, to, in my opinion, something to... Because you know, I don't draw. Well, I have to it, say, it when I when I, I saw somebody use an iPad Pro, I thought he was show. I, I wanted to say show off at the, at the yeah, airport. Yeah, I'm a show off. You know that. <laughs> he was the at the airport using his pencil and his Pro, and I walked by him. I just wanted to say, I kind of said it a little bit under my breath, but he didn't hear me. I went show off, and yeah. <laughs> But he, uh, it doesn't look as big as I thought it was going to be. It really looks. Yeah, I saw uh, it. I didn't think it was. It, it, it was looks. That, it that looks big, fairly yeah. elegant. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely bigger than an iPad, mm-hmm. you know, Air. But it's not. I would not. I would not uh, define it as awkward. You know, like an awkward type of iPad. It's very elegant. I, very I simplistic. Did find it heavy. Yeah, it looks very pretty. It really does. Yeah, but I found it was heavy, and I think my hand would have gotten tired holding it. Well, he so, had yeah. he had the case, and so you know the keyboard case. So I I would I think next time I will definitely upgrade next year for sure. But I'm also going to keep my iPad Air too, though. I really love my iPad Air too. I'm not going to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got rid of all my iPads. Well, I gave them to family members, you know. So they're not <laughs> love, they're not gone. Air. They're still in the family. I love my Air too. I just I get I mean I don't see the need for it. I got this beautiful 15 inch uh, MacBook Pro and I got this beautiful iPhone 6 Plus I use my iPad I, I would never get a MacBook Pro because I, I use my iPad for everything okay then that explains it yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I but I have everything I have the iPad <laughs> I have the the iPad Air I have the iPhone 6 I have the MacBook Pro now I have mm-hmm. the Amazon Fire I completely forgotten I had my iPad mini. I gave it when I, I, my niece was wanted to play with my computer. Oh, I think I got an iPad somewhere. And it was in some drawer. I hadn't used it in years, you know, so. When it gets to the yeah. point that I don't use something is when I'll stop buying it again. But I use yeah, all these yeah. items every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I got out of the habit of using it. And that's the reason why it went, you know, by the wayside. You know, I... Yeah. I uh, got. I had my MacBook Air, which I fell in love with, and I just stopped using my iPad. Yeah. And now the MacBook Pro, which I'm definitely in love with. I, I yeah. can't see myself going to a tablet anymore. Oh God, I can't. I can't see myself going to a laptop anymore. I absolutely. Well, you got an iMac at home, so shut up. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do have an iMac. Yes, we do. We did. But still, I mean, it's not like you can just put it under your arm and go anywhere with it. You know. Well, I can do that with my iPhone Six Plus. You know, I'm glad I did not get the uh, the the 6s Plus though. I still think yeah. it's too big for my taste. I really like the fact that I but can the hold. The iPad Pro is it? No, no, no. But I like the fact that I can hold my 6s in my hand and still text with one hand. I could not do that with it. I'm not. Mm. I'm a klutz. You know, I don't I'm, text. I don't text that often. So yeah, you're I, probably I'm the, right. I'm the type yeah. of person that um, if I picked up something fragile. 
you probably would say, Suze, put it down. It's okay. I mean, I definitely take mm-hmm. after my father in that. I'm a total klutz. I, I really mm-hmm. am. It's very disconcerting. But if you want to break something, just give it to me and I'll break it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, like I said before, I, I the only thing on my body that's small is my hand. And um, <laughs> it, um, uh, I, I see what you're talking about, but the I don't text like that. I hold it in one hand and then use my other hand to text. That's what I do um, too. Yeah, I t- so, I'm a thumb texter. Yeah. I'm a thumb texter, and I text usually with one thumb or two thumbs always. Yeah. So yeah. well, okay. Well, to get back to the stalking thing, though, I have to tell you, I was when I was a child, I hated surprises, and I would really like a heat-seeking missile. I would look for the presents that my mother (laughs) hid and I would always find them and I would always act surprised. I really should have been an actress, an Academy Award winning actress, actually. But um, (laughs) I have to say, I've never liked being surprised. So one year um, when my husband and I were together, he thought it was horrible that I would look for presents. So... We were, you know, it was coming up to Christmas time and I was wake. I woke up in the middle of the night one night and I went out to check his trunk of his car and he didn't have anything there. So next night I checked the shed, nothing. I'm like, where is he hiding the presents? So when we went over to his parents' house, I made an excuse and I went, I snuck down the basement to see if any of my presents were in his parents' basement. Nada, nothing. Well, if anybody who knows me knows that um, I lo- I like to wash dishes, I really do. I know that's queer I, to say, yeah, but I do, it, I do like washing dishes. As a matter of fact, my mother-in-law was horrified to think that in the last two houses that I've owned, I've had dishwashers that have never been put to use. I just they're practically pristine when we ever sell the house. But um, what Mike had done is he had taken a black trash bag. He put all the gifts in it um, just in case I decided to use the dishwasher and he hid them in the dishwasher in the house that we shared. And I never looked in the dishwasher and the <laughs> presents were hiding God, there that's good. all that time. And I'm like, really? I was furious. I was so mad at being surprised. He should have told you where he hid it so he could use that every year. <laughs> well, I know, but I know. But I have to say is that I made, um, because I didn't want my kids to be like me, is that I found very creative ways to hide gifts so they would never, you know, they would always be Mm -hmm. surprised. And it's sad because, um, you know, as I got older, I realized, you know, too late, actually, that really the element of surprise is just really a wonderful thing. Yeah. You sound like my sister. She used to... (laughs) Tell me what I got for Christmas. And that ticked me off. I like surprises. You I know, never I have mean, liked surprises. I like surprises. presents in general. You know, you, if I get a box and I, I like to get what I ordered. So when I open it, it's like a, a, a like a surprise present. You know? Yes, I like, I, you know what the thing with me is I like, if I buy something, I, I like you, I like to open it because there's an element of surprise and it's the anticipation. But sometimes, and I, I hope I don't get hammered for this, but sometimes when you open a gift, isn't there almost like an anticipation you may be disappointed? Yeah, so like going to the movie and you like the trailers more than the movie you were going to see. And, and you have to act yeah. surprised and you yeah, have to act yeah. like you love it. But really, it's like, oh, my gosh, I hate this. Why would yeah. I ever use this? I just I just mm. recall that, you know, we used to record Christmases in, in my in my house. 
uh, my husband and I. And there was one year and I was horrified. I was horrified. I've never done this again. But Mike bought me an iron. Oh. Yes. Yeah, see, <laughs> I said, you bought an iron? He said, yeah, I thought we needed a new iron. I said, then you should have bought it for yourself. This isn't a Christmas present. This is a house present. Oh, I was so incensed. That's what my father used to get my mother for her birthday. A blender, a vacuum. Oh, and we'd say, what are you doing? Thank you. Because Mike my- totally didn't get it. He said, what? I thought it was so practical. Because he's an engineer. He just doesn't get it. Practical. And I said, Mike, this is not a gift. This is a no, gift you should have given yourself. In his defense, oh, in his defense, it is a gift in the sense, if you had said to him, I want this particular iron because I'm a quilter and this yes. is good for quilting. Then, I would it's like a great, a real... then it's a great gift because I did ask for an iron once for my parents for quilting. I mean, iron clothes, right. please, not me. But for I quilting, don't iron either. Yeah, yeah, but for quilting, yeah. yes, you need the iron. You have to press open yeah. seams and you know, yeah, iron your I mean, fabric, if, things if, like if that. It was but a just, everybody everybody that knows me knows that if you give me an iron, that's an insult because I don't iron. Right. I as won't a general, wear the clothes if they're wrinkled. Yeah, exactly. As, as a gift, as a, you know, just as a general, just as a general gift. No. I don't own one. Well, it's not I, one in my house. I like irons, <laughs> but you know, I already owned a Rowenta that I only used for fiber art. Mm-hmm. And this was just a general iron to iron clothes. And I was a little insulted. And then to add insult to injury, he got a co- gave me a coffee maker. And I'm thinking, this is a really terrible Christmas. And I actually said that on the videotape. I said, this is not turning out to be the Christmas that I envision. <laughs> now, and, that was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, that was a surprise. I'm like, you should have got yourself a coffee maker. And then, um, because, you know, I always put a lot of thought into presents. And, you know, I always tried to get someone something mm-hmm. that they really loved you know they yeah. they yeah. they really wanted or loved and i would mm-hmm. you know i i would take clues all year you know yeah. you, you'd listen to hints and clues and mm-hmm. you know that's what you try to do so and what so your, what was your favorite gift that you've got my favorite oh that's a good question my favorite gift i think i ever got for christmas was um when I first met Michael, that Christmas that he hid it in the dishwasher, he bought me my first Olympus camera. It was my first um, camera ever. Not an Instamatic or anything. This was a film camera. And I loved that Olympus. He really tried to, um, you know, pander to my interest for photography. And I've always appreciated that. And I really just loved him for doing that because I've mm-hmm. always loved photography because of it. But yeah. That was a very cool gift. And I think my other favorite gift was, um, I think when I was a child, uh, I think my very, very favorite gift was, um, it was a go-kart. It was not an electric go-kart. It was a pedal go-kart. My grandparents gave me that. Oh, that's cool. I loved it. It was, you know, one of those one seater pedal mm-hmm. go-karts and I that was way before big wheels and everything. Yeah. This was a metal and I just I adored that present. I just <laughs> uh I rode it till it was completely rusty and falling apart. So, yeah. It didn't really actually take a lot to make me happy just to let people mm-hmm. know that. Although mel- yeah. maybe my husband would disagree, but as long as you don't get me household stuff, I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> My, my oh, husband so has cute. learned for two mm-hmm. birthdays, he's gotten me an iPad. 
one once for Christmas or Hanukkah, he got me an iPod. But I have to be very specific with him. I have mm-hmm. to bring him to the Apple store and say, I want this one. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, he doesn't know. So well, what last, was your the favorite? Last, well, his last birthday in October when he got me the iPad Air, he said, did I get the right one? <laughs> I said, yeah, you did. Because I wanted the 128 gig. So he yes. checked with one of my kids to make sure that he bought the right thing. I was like, don't worry. Yeah. If you bought the wrong thing, I would have no problem bringing it back and getting the right <laughs> get one. <away. laughs> Well, my favorite, my favorite Christmas, Christmas gift was something real simple. Uh, my best friend uh, realized that I, I like the cooking shows. I like recipes and all those. So she bought me the CIA cooking book, hmm. uh, Culinary Institute of America's cooking book. And it was just like, I seen it. I said, this thing costs too much. I wouldn't spend this much on a cooking book. And I kept looking at it and going, oh, this is a good recipe. Oh, this is like a good recipe. And she bought it for me. It was really sort of expensive. But we, sometimes we buy each other expensive stuff because we've known each other for a very long time. But I was very shocked that that was, was, was what it was because it was so heavy. I went, what is this? I know you didn't buy me a computer. <laughs> and it was a, it was that book. And I, I don't think she even realizes that that was like one of my favorite because I was surprised. Had no idea, and it was something I actually wanted, but I wouldn't have bought myself. So, yeah, that was like one of my favorites. That's a and then nice my other gift. one was a birthday present, which was uh, my sister bought me a Schwinn bike. And then uh, just recently, she bought me my MacBook Pro, which shocked the heck out of me because mm. she generally, I buy the high ticket out of them, pass it on to them, and she'd buy me something else, you know. Uh, so, this is the first time she bought me an electronic uh, uh, things. And it wasn't, I really didn't really need a new. Mac, uh, it's just I think she wanted my MacBook Air before it got to be too old. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What about you, Elisa? What did? What's your favorite gift here? The iPads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what about your traditions? Because you didn't celebrate Christmas, did you? No, we had Hanukkah, but we don't see. I didn't grow up with traditions. Mm. Really? Just, no. And we don't really yeah. have a lot of traditions here either. I mean, the, we have mm-hmm. two. And I'm not sure how much longer they're going to last, but we've lived in this house for 30 years and Christmas Eve, we have lasagna mm, and it's been yeah. various people. Um, it used to be, uh, Tom's grand. That's, uh, the, that's not a very Jewish, um, uh, dish, <laughs> well, just saying, well, you know, we got the Jewish, and, you know, we had the menorah, we've got the, the Christmas tree, you know, so we do lasagna for Christmas Eve. Uh, it used to be his parents, his grandmother, his sister when she lived um, in Connecticut. And then that's changed over the years because unfortunately people have passed away, people have moved, family changes. So my kids will all be home. We have lasagna. Then the other thing that we just started about, I don't know, about maybe seven years ago or so, six years ago, we still have all the VHS tapes that I bought when the kids were little. So after dinner, we watch a video on the VCR. Last year, just one. Last mm-hmm. year was Mrs. Doubtfire because Robin Williams had passed away. Mm-hmm. So we watched Mrs. Doubtfire. This year we're going to watch Aladdin, still mm-hmm. in honor of Robin Williams. But we've watched The Sandlot. And usually it's a sports movies because having all boys, you know, we've got the big green mm-hmm. and angels in the outfield. And we watch all the sports movies. Yeah. I'm not sure how much longer that's going to last uh, because now uh, two of my kids have girlfriends. And ah. they'll be spending time with the girlfriend's family. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure how long that one's going to last. Now, do yes. they celebrate Jewish traditions or Christmas traditions, your boys? Or both? They don't do either. They, they could, don't do either. They could care less. Yeah. They don't care. They have... Uh, my my youngest son puts Christmas lights up, but he has them up all year long. 
because he loves <laughs> he loves lights. He loves the lights, so he has mm-hmm. them all around the house. I love the lights long. too. I agree with him. I yeah. love the lights. So they're not they're mm-hmm. Christmas lights, but they're not meant to be Christmas all year long. They're just meant to be lights all year yeah. long. But yeah. there's no Christmas trees. There's no menorahs. There's no decoration in my house either. My husband hasn't put a Christmas tree up in years. He just isn't interested. Yeah. That is I, so I different. I want a Christmas tree, but I don't like the taking it down and putting it up. So Yeah. I mean, I and lo- I'm, not, I, I'm not a very religious person, but I I so I love I like the holidays. I just like the whole festivity and picking out on food and, you know, not too. caring about it. Well, <laughs> I I um come from a Polish background and I have been collecting for 28 years now, the Polish glass ornaments, you know, the Christopher Radko type of ornaments. And I have a tree that is absolutely full of them, but every single one has a story because our tradition, um, what I've done with my family, you know, with my two boys and my husband is that when we lived in Maine, after Thanksgiving, that Friday, instead of being Black Friday shopping, we would go down to the Christmas tree lighting in Monument Square. And they always had a beautiful tree and they would light it up. We'd go have uh, cocoa and then we would go to the Christmas shop and we'd each pick out a Christmas ornament. So all of, both of my sons and my husband and myself would pick out four ornaments every year. And they were always the glass, you know, Christmas mm-hmm. ornaments. And that's always been a tradition, and it still has continued. I, I, even in Tucson, I found a store that when Devin was home um, and when Trevor could, would come to visit um, in Tucson that had glass ornaments, and then here as well in Dallas. And now, you know, if Mike and I are traveling, we always try to look for them and maybe, you know, pick up one along our mm-hmm. travels, and that's like our Christmas ornament. But the other thing that when I lived in France, I was there during Christmas, and I just absolutely love the tradition of a bouche de Noël. So over the years, I have, it takes me all day, but I have kind of meshed a couple of traditions around the bouche de Noël. And so mine is not a very small one. It's pretty large, but I have perfected the recipe because I've tried all different types of recipes. And for those of you that don't know what a bouche is, um, it's the Yule log. And it's a t- tradition in France um, to have that around the holidays. And so it's basically a sponge cake. So you pretty much make it. I make a chocolate sponge cake. And you have to roll it up and let it cool. And then when you unroll it, you fill it with some type of filling. And I do, um, I've done different fillings throughout the years, but they're always a mousse filling, some type of mousse filling. You wrap it up. And when you roll it back up, then you make a chocolate ganache. You cut off each end and you make them uh, kind of like the knots in a log and you put chocolate ganache over it and you, you know, decorate it. I usually decorate it with holly and some powdered sugar and meringue mushrooms. Well, the other tradition I've made with that is that each year I have hid the Monopoly, the metal Monopoly top hat in it. <laughs> and I can, and so whoever finds that, we have it at Christmas Eve. So whoever, we have our bouche after, we usually, like you, Elisa, we watch a Christmas movie usually. Um, and in France, they call it Réveillon. It's Christmas Eve is uh, Réveillon, and you have usually a, a, a meal during that um, uh, part of it. So we slice the bouche, and whoever finds the metal top hat gets to open a present that evening, the only person that gets to open a present, and gets to be, to have the first present, present of Christmas. 
So we've had some fun times with that because I sometimes I forgot where I actually put the Monopoly piece and it's been in the center of the bouche and we've had to massacre the bouche to find the, the top hat. We've broken our practically our teeth on the top hat when somebody mm. accidentally bit down on it. But, you know, we have just these wonderful memories of the bouche. And I know that when our family was going through a particularly trying year and I just didn't feel like making a bouche, the boys were heartbroken. They were absolutely, mm-hmm. Devin said to me, mom, I'll help you make it, but we have to make it. Mm-hmm. And that really touched my heart because you don't realize sometimes how important these traditions are until, yeah. you know, you just say, I'm too busy to do something to do it. And I really felt very honored. So we've always had our bouche. So I, I continue to make it, even though it's very laborious. <laughs> but we also have a really, a really good time with it. So I'm hoping that tradition continues when my boys have families, you know, because that's one that we've always had is the ornament and the movie and um, the bouche de Noel. Yeah. Well, when I grew up, my uh, we took cue from my dad, who had only a brother, and um, his mom, his dad, walked away from them, so they were alone. Uh, she was a single parent, so they didn't have a lot for Christmas. And he said he vowed that his children would have the best holidays ever because he always felt sad during the holidays because they, they couldn't afford to give each other anything. So it started with Thanksgiving. We would have the, the whole you know turkey, ham, whatever, everything. You know, We were a big family, so, of course... Uh, it was lots and lots of food, but the tradition is that we always had to have sweet potato pie at every holiday, you know, every from Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve, or if somebody is in a good mood, uh, we had to have sweet potato pie for my dad. <laughs> um, that was his, his, and if you like sweet potato pie, I'm sorry because he was going to eat I love pie. sweet potato pie. I don't like it, so he had no problems with me. <laughs> and then, uh, the German chocolate cake, which my mom made for the first time. I think I was maybe in the first grade. And we're not a chocolate family. We don't like that. But we do like um, custards and stuff like that. And that, you know, that topping is all custard. So that was one that we, we, we had. And um, of course, my mom has this famous cornbread dressing that um, uh, is, is excellent. I, I, I've tried to make something similar and I have not been able to do that. Uh, but my tradition includes just the turkey and the dra- cornbread stuffing, which I try to get, and the green beans and apple pie. That's it. That's all I do for Thanksgiving. But for Christmas, when I grew up, my, we would always have a ham uh, and sometimes turkey, uh, but we always had uh, the, the dressing again and the German chocolate cake and the potato pie. And, a, and we would add a rum cake. And I don't know about you guys, but, you know, doing, doing a... Uh, this time of the year, apples are just like really, really fantastic. So my dad would go buy these big crates of it um, from uh, the local farm farms around. And they would have oranges and nuts. And that was what we would snack on before the big meal. We wouldn't eat breakfast or lunch. And we were waiting for the big meal. So that's what we would eat. And, um, and another tradition we have for Christmas is that all the kids would open the gifts on Christmas Eve. And that was, again, because my dad had no patience. He would wake us up from a deep sleep because he wanted to see how we, I mean, I I have a couple pictures of us at Christmas and I wish I had a picture of him because he was more excited than we were. It was just like, he was just such a funny person in regards to that. Uh, I remember my brothers got a mini bike for um, Christmas and they had been wanting one for the, for the longest and my dad was the first person to ride it, and he wouldn't get off of it. So the, my brothers ran into the house to get my mom to get him off their mini bike. <laughs> he was a 
biggest kid there ever was. Um, but for um, me, I cook prime ribs uh, for um, Thanksgiving. And in my neighborhood that I live in now, we have these um, horse-driven carriages throughout the neighborhood on, and not on Christmas Day, but uh, close to uh, Christmas, like the week before. And uh, that's pretty cool. We have this big um, neighborhood community celebration in the clubhouse and stuff like that. Um, but for New Year's, we're from the South. So it's probably going to gross you out. The adults would have the pig's head with black eyed peas. Ugh. That's supposed to admit good luck. I can't see how that's lucky. To not for the, not for the pig. No, no, not for anybody, <laughs> even if you ate it. I mean, it's nothing but fat and a little bit of meat and a skull. So we used to play around with it as a kid. We used to put the black eyed peas in his nose. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you know, we were going to Poor eat thing. <laughs> But my tradition is a seafood platter on New Year's Eve, and we would have crawl, a crab claws and shrimp. And on New Year's Day, I would make uh, my crab bisque, which I got the recipe from the CIA cooking book that my, my best friend gave me. And it is excellent. So that's my traditions. I'm done. That's, that, I like that, though. I really like this. I get takeout Chinese food on New Year's Eve because my husband works. He doesn't get home till yeah. about 9 o'clock. So uh, every New Year's Eve, so we don't go out, mm-hmm. we don't we don't go anywhere. We just have take out Chinese food. Usually mm-hmm. we're in bed by eleven. Sometimes we watch the ball drop. Sometimes not. Yeah, you know, I, it's just another day. Well, the day before Thanksgiving, we have pizza because you know who's going to cook. You're going to be cooking all. You're already cooking. So yeah, you order pizza. yeah, yeah. We have pizza yeah. too. We always mm-hmm. have pizza on New Year's Day. You know, that because we like Never to watch, works. you know, football. And yeah, so I usually yeah. make like a, well, my pizzas, I usually make my own crust and I, which is pretty wow. easy. Yeah. But, well, Bobby Flay has a great pizza crust recipe. I, mm-hmm. I always make that and I usually throw some herbs in it, you know, because I like a herb mm-hmm. crust. And then when we lived in Maine, they had this pie called the Harbor Master at, P- at Portland Pie. Just a shout out to them. The great place to eat if you're in Portland, Maine, Portland Pie. And they had a Harbor Master and they got me hooked on it. And what it is, is they mix a little bit of pizza sauce with barbecue sauce for the sauce. And then you put um, your cheese and then caramelized onions, red Mm. onions and chicken and um, bacon. Of course, I don't use the bacon. Mm. And uh, it's absolutely delicious. So I usually make something like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we have we chow down on that on New Year's. Yeah, the barbecue Eve. sauce is a sweet and savory kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like mm-hmm. that. I've always yeah. used barbecue sauce for my pizzas now because it's just so good. But uh, Trader Joe's actually has that uh, spicy uh, barbecue sauce that I mix with it. It's really, really good. So mm-hmm. it's got a little kick t- to it. Another, another Trader Joe plug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love my Trader Joe's. Yeah, I'm telling I you. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, they've come out right now with um, a wassail mix. And I thought about using that as a base for glue wine, which is a spiced wine that I had in Germany. It was very, very good. They just have some, they have a, a chev with cranberry right now too, that is just to die for. They have every year. Oh God, I love this time of year at Trader Joe's. Yeah. We should be sponsored by them. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> just yesterday I had some, I bought some hamburger buns from there. And they were whole wheat. My nephew looked at me like I was cross-eyed. He was like, what's wrong with you? That's going to be dry and nasty. He loves it. Now, that's what oh, we're going to do. When we make burgers, we're going to swing by Trader Joe's. And I don't have one in my town. I have to go some distance. You don't, you don't have one in your one. town? 
in we California? We had a long time without having one. Yeah. Well, Maine did too. I live in a little cow town, you know, literally <laughs> there's cows here. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm um, a bit far from the Bay Area. So, but I have two, I have like three of them near me within driving distance. Um, it'll take me maybe, it, it, maybe 25 miles or, or more away, but you know, it's driving distance. It's not well, when I lived in Maine and I played, I had a bunco group and, um, I w- when I would go down to bring my son to Boston um, for an appointment, I used to like load up. Everyone would say, get a case of wine, you know, two buck chuck. At that time, it was two bucks. Oh, no. So I would load it up. Well, of course, I never buy two buck chuck now at all. But at the time, mm-hmm. you know, when you're drinking in quantity at a bunco group. You know? yeah. <laughs> but, but then Maine finally got one right after I moved from Maine. But Tucson was yeah. great because Tucson had four of them. And oh, my gosh, yeah. I just I was going up there every week. And I, now I have a Trader Joe's that is uh, probably 10 minutes, at least less than 10 minutes from me. Yeah. So it's wonderful. I don't, I don't even think a Trader Joe's would do well in my little town. Really? Uh, yeah, we're, this this is like a it's a mixed kind of communities here, and I think they're pretty. Um, <coughs> Trader Joe's is too high end for them. Hmm. Literally, I do. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong, but I just I don't think I don't us cons- having anything similar to a Trader Joe's. That I don't work. consider Trader Joe's high end because well, that's high end for for I'm not going to say my town. Oh. <laughs> somebody make it upset. <laughs> I'm 15 minutes from Livermore, California, and I think people know where that is. What are the coordinates, uh, uh, Vicky? What's the GPS coordinates? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. You can just look at my bio, my profile and know where I live. But uh, it's it's a small, uh, literally a cow town. So think about That's, it. You yeah. think Trader Joe's would do well in a cow town? It's very rural, very, you know, we're, we're small. We, I don't think we even have 80,000 people here. Wow. Maybe more like Well, it 40, would depend. If enough know. people wanted yeah. it, they could petition because that's what they did around here. And they finally, really? yeah, okay. they, I mean, yeah. It's, a, it's a small Trader Joe's. I've yeah. been in larger yeah. ones. Uh, but, yeah. but, but Trader Joe's doesn't need that much space. Well, it'd be nice to have more variety. I went into the yeah. one in Orlando. It's a whole lot bigger. Yeah. Well, I have to to get back to holiday traditions. Have you have either of you done advent calendars? What? Say it again. Ad, I advent it. advent calendars. Not not for as far as gifts. Um, my husband's aunt gave the kids an advent calendar, and they would just put the little um, the little felt present, so to speak, in the calendar on the appropriate day. But it wasn't something where you opened the box and you got a chocolate or something like that. Oh, see, we, yeah, we had, did that at, for Christmas for uh, at school. Oh, see, we have an mm-hmm. advent calendar that is probably circa nineteen seven. I think it's probably circa nineteen seventy nine mm-hmm. that um, my son received as a gift, and it had a little mouse that you moved, but it had little pockets in it mm-hmm. that the mouse was supposed to move in there. But I started putting um, Reese, you know, the the foil wrapped Reese cups in it for them, mm-hmm. or uh, when they were littler. When they, excuse littler, listen to me. When they were little, I put. Uh, Hershey Kisses in them because they used to make those peanut butter blossom cookies mm-hmm. at Christmas right, time. Right. But what the boys would do is that they loved it every year. They, I mean, a- and every year until they were, I mean, they were adults and still doing it. They would, uh, you know, each get a chocolate and they would move the mouse. Well, it wasn't mm-hmm. until my husband once said, you know, you're doing it the wrong way. I said, what? <laughs> he said, you're supposed to count down to Christmas, not count up to Christmas. I said, yeah. what can 
What can yeah. I say? I'm blonde. No, but it sounded reasonable. To I me. did the same thing. We would put it on Thank December you. 1st and December 2nd. Yes. Because it was a regular was... calendar. Yeah, that's what I down. thought too. You well, know, one year, twenty-five days to Christmas. But it was a calendar. It wasn't. It wasn't something that like a backward thing. It was an actual calendar. It said December across the top and had one through twenty-five on it. Yeah. Well, that's what this had too. And so each pocket had a number to it, and you'd move the, you know, you move the little mouse. Well, the poor mouse is missing an ear, missing its nose because one of my poodles got into it and started chewing it, thinking it was a toy. Um, but you know, it's so endearing, and I hope to. I hope to yeah. have that. Um, but you know they have the online ones now. Yeah, but I hope to pass yeah. this down. I'm just hoping yeah. I have a grandchild well, eventually. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, we would go online to watch where Santa Claus was. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the Star Walk. Yeah, you'd go and you'd go, okay, Santa Claus is in you know France right now. Santa Claus is in Canada right now. You better get to bed. That's cute. Well, there's an app called um, Star Walk, and there's Star Walk too. But it, right around, um, they usually update it, which is really sweet every year, is that at on New Year's Eve, uh, excuse me, Christmas Eve, they will have a little animated thing of Santa Claus going through the sky, which is with his reindeer and his sleigh, which is really sweet. Yeah. But we've always watched Christmas movies, you know, Miracle on... Yeah, we watched a Christmas story thing. Never saw yeah, it. A, 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 Christmas story? Never Are you it. kidding yeah. me? But Charlie Brown Christmas? I taped the other night. Oh, yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas. I watched Christmas that yesterday. Too, yeah. and I, You've never I, seen Christmas story? No, never have. Oh, for my G- God, you got to watch it. It's For Gile? A major, a major award? Fa-ra-ra-ra-ra? You've never seen Christmas story? No. Oh, my gosh. Elisa, you have to watch Christmas story. It's a classic. Usually, I think there's a station, a Chris, uh, a yeah, TV station that has it all day long. I mean, it's... Yeah, my, my youngest the, son that is, is proud the of era that where that you and I grew up in. Oh, you and I grew oh, up in Oh, no, era. it's so funny. You'll shoot <laughs> your eye out? Nope. Now, Charlie oh, Brown. Your eye out. Man. I love Charlie Brown. I love Charlie Brown, too. I love Charlie the Brown's Grinch. okay. Yeah, I, I, just, love, I just, I just, yeah, I do. I, I, need to, I, I, I love like, the Grinch, um, but Charlie Rudolph Brown. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. All the songs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yukon, isn't it? Oh, Klondike. Oh, gosh. Yukon Camellias. Cornelius. I, love I watched it the those. other day and I was at home by myself, no kids. I'm sorry. But it just doesn't, it just brings in the holiday, you know? And, oh, absolutely. Um, With Bert yeah. Ives? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't. But Christmas Story is unconscionable, Elisa. Nope. I, I don't care oh, what God. religion you so are, you have to watch hilarious. Christmas Story. And it's it nothing is. about religion or anything. It's, no. It's, it's, it's just. These people, this is their tradition, and this is a day in, that happened in, in, in this little kid's life, and it's just so funny. <laughs> it's just, they actually have a play in Sacramento, uh, uh, the, a Christmas story play. I'm thinking about taking my niece and nephew to see it. Christmas is not completely seeing mm-hmm. a Christmas story, but the other one, um, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of like is uh, Home Alone. I, I like the Home yes. Alone. Yes, we've, I, we've I really seen do. all the Home Alones. Yeah. 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 We've seen all the Home I don't think I'm going to, I could probably watch it again. I haven't seen it since the it premiered, but um, but Christmas story I, I, I never. It's get always sick mixed of. in our family because you think everybody's seen it and they're like, oh, it's okay. I don't want to see that again. Because you know, they had like how many Home Alones? A hundred, <laughs> something like that uh, with different kids. Yeah, yeah they get a lot different it, kids. Most most movies mm-hmm. like that that have uh, like more than one. The first one's always the best. Oh, very yeah. yeah, except yeah. Father of the Bride Part Two was better, but mostly it's it's. Oh, I like the first one. Yeah, the, I don't think I've seen the second one though. So. Oh my god. Tears. 
It was so funny. No, you have to see. Please promise me you'll see um, uh, Christmas Story. I, I can't make that promise. Mm. I just have no. Oh, in- I have no a... interest in it. Did but yeah. you like the Sandlot? I love the Sandlot. Then you will it's like. like the, that. Then it's you will like, like Christmas Story, Elisa. I mean, you yeah. can't not like the Sandlot and not like Christmas Story. Sorry, the two don't go together. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had a they had a Christmas story too. Uh, also, it wasn't very good. No, I, I don't ever watch sequels. I try not yeah. to watch sequels. That one is not worth. Except watching. if it's like The Godfather or something. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Batman or Batman. I love the Dark Knight series or The Matrix. You know, but I'm talking about. Well, like, then what? You can't make that comment. Don't ever watch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was kind of silly. That was kind of silly. I mean that you know. Like Home Alone to me, that's really good. I didn't need to see a second one, and I don't think I did see a second one. That was terrible. Um, that was terrible. If 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 uh, the story, uh, Christmas Story, came out with a sequel, I wouldn't watch it because to me that the, that one is just so precious. Uh, if it's yeah. a trilogy, I mean, if it's something that you know, you know, that's part of a, a franchise, that's one thing. Like but, a Harry Potter, or a Lord of the yeah, Rings. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. what I meant to say. I don't, uh, you know, if something's really like the Sandlot too. I would if they ever came out with one, I never watch it because I believe I they, they did. did. They yeah. came out with a couple oh, of see, Sandlots. And like, see, I would never watch no. it because I don't, don't waste you know, your time. No. No. It's a, you know, you can't. Yeah. Sometimes you just cannot improve upon it. It was just very authentic. I think that it's more the same. So, like, why? You know, the first exactly. Fine. Well, they try. I think Toy, they, Toy Story Two was good. Though. Oh, I hated Toy Story Two. You did. That was I awful. Like Toy Story 2. <laughs> Three was wasn't too bad. I love Toy Story mm-hmm. original. That was so. You cute. know what? Actually, you're right. I think it was the third one. I liked. Well, yeah. sometimes you just you know they yeah. try to franchise everything, which is really kind of sad because when you've come out with something that is just so classic and so. Well, Star good. Wars has started that franchising and making um yeah the the merchandising and everything um, because before it that never worked you know nobody ever made money off of it but right yeah one thing, one thing that we did when the kids were little, I wouldn't really call this tradition because it only lasted a few years, is we'd have the kids write a note to Santa. And then yeah. we would – my husband and I don't drink milk. So he would pour a little milk into a cup <laughs> and then dump it out to make it look like the milk was – that some, Santa had drank the milk. And then mm-hmm. we would take a cookie and crumble it so there were crumbs. Mm-hmm. And then we, he would take his left hand and under the note he would write, thanks. <laughs> so the kids would come downstairs and we say, look, Santa ate the cookie and, oh, he's such a slob. Look at the crumbs he left. And they were all excited until they realized who Santa was. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's always a letdown, isn't it? Isn't, you know, the I same- was so disappointed because that's not everything unraveled that somebody told me Santa didn't exist. <laughs> well, we did the same thing with the presents. We, you know, we had like one wrapping paper from mom and dad, one wrapping paper from Santa. And then one day mm-hmm. Shane said to me, how come Santa's handwriting is the same as yours? Oh. <laughs> in fact, I was, Devin. In fact, I, was talk, Devin. in fact, I was talking to him the other, Shane, the other day on the phone, and he said, I said something about ordering Christmas presents and things. He goes, oh, what's Santa getting me this year, huh? He <laughs> <laughs> never forgive yeah. you. <laughs> I, poor Devin, I we tried to keep him believing in Santa for the longest time. He said, "He said, Mom, I knew," but I said, "No, you didn't. Tell me you didn't." We would we swore Trey, uh, his eldest brother, to secrecy because that really is the magic of Christmas. I know, and it I know some kids, parents yeah. have a problem with it. You know, they think it's telling a lie and something. And you know, I can get that. I can under maybe I can understand that. But you know, I think um, I think. 
just that belief. And I mean, when you go to Germany, when you go to France, when you go to, when you see Europeans do it, it's just, I don't know, it just, I think enhances the whole Christmas spirit because um, it gives them something to look forward to rather than just opening up a massive amount of gifts. And you can focus, I think when they believe in something like that, you can also instill in them, um, you know, what's it like to, you know, wrap some presents and the spirit of Christmas really, and bring them to, you know, a nursing home. The boys and I used to do stuff like that, you know, because Mm I was a nurse and I used to work in places like that. And I think that was important to teach them that, you know, not everybody uh, has gifts to open on Christmas day. And, you know, I trying to teach that around that lesson, you know, of, uh, of a Santa, I think was yeah. really special, but, you know, as they get older, you know, we tried to, uh, you know, volunteer doing other things. You know, we would like adopt yeah. at Mike's place of work. They had a family that you could adopt that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and that was wonderful to get the boys yeah. into thinking about, you know, what can we get this, you know, these kids that don't have it, you know, it, it broke your heart because, you know, you look at your son's list or your children's list and you see this family and they wanted socks or mittens. And, and books. And we books. Had one, we had one family where we were giving the mother and father and the kids gifts. And the father asked for an Xbox while his kids were ask, asking for books. I know. I'm like, what the heck? I know. <laughs> that's but, that's upside down there. <laughs> yeah. No, we had, yeah. we really, uh, that was very, very good to do that. And I, I yeah. you know, I liked, I liked doing that because, you know, like well, I said. Well, that year, this, uh, that family got, it was two, it was three kids. All three of them got um, Kindles, and we loaded them up with so many uh, uh, books that we thought they should read that was appropriate, and they had enough gift cards for, uh, that they could have bought, bought a library. I mean, oh. just that many people that gave to that particular family because when they saw what those kids wanted, mm. you know, yeah. they wanted clothes and books. You know, like, I wow. Know. Uh, that's some, something. Very young kids, too. They were, yeah, when, uh, when you... Their when oldest was 10. Yeah. When you're poor, you just need the essentials. You know, that's what you want. Yeah. You know, the essentials. Yeah. And it's yeah. very, I think it was very humbling. Yeah. And I think it's always a good lesson to teach children that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I really do have a problem with consumerism as far as starting, you know, Christmas music at Halloween. I think that's just appalling. I really but do. But you know what? I'm sorry. The commercialism of it, Santa's commercialization and stuff. I sort of like the commercialization in regards to that. Not the buying of stuff, but the... The holiday, the festivity, the um, the lights, you know, all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I d- but that's yeah. not really commercialism. It's the buy, 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 buy. You know, when yeah. I was when I was younger, um, I knit quite a bit. And I used to knit, you know, my like my in-laws sweaters. And I always made the boys sweaters. And, um, you know, I always tried to make gifts because I figured I loved making things, number one. And They were okay with it? Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't, that wasn't the only thing they got, but they always mm-hmm. looked forward to it because they okay. knew mom had made it, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I, I think it tried to teach them an appreciation of handmade gifts as well, because, you know, mm-hmm. handmade gifts, I think in, in an era or in a lifestyle of just constant consumerism and tech at that time, there wasn't really tech, a lot of technology except for yeah. VHS I think that was important to show them. And I used to make, you know, I always made cookies with them. We made ornaments together. Mm-hmm. We always, we strung popcorn. I mean, we always did handmade things. I tried to teach the, you know, my son's hand, you know, to do things with a handmade bent around the holidays. And it was just, you know, we would make 
um, cinnamon and applesauce ornaments and hang them in the window, you know, so that's kind of, you know, what I, what I did. And, um, I, I enjoyed doing those things. I miss doing those things actually very, very much. Cause to me, Christmas is about the smells, you know, and making things and family. I think, you know, Christmas is always about family. Well, with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of Three Geeky Ladies. Uh, we, The three of us would like to wish all of you a wonderful holiday season. Enjoy whatever holiday it is you celebrate. We would love to get some feedback on your holiday traditions. Again, thank you to Dorothy Yamamoto for her wonderful review of the iPad Pro and the pencil. We are taking the rest of December off, and we will be back again in January. So we want to thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Soft kitty, warm kitty, little ball of fur. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up what, here, Mark. What, what's going on, Kevin? You're singing the song Soft Kitty. That That's only for when somebody's sick and not feeling well. Oh, but I thought it'd be a great intro into the show. I mean, after all, people listening to us, they've got to be a little bit sick, don't they? That's true. We can't deny that. Especially if they want to hug a geek every week. I know. A little bit confusing. A little bit painful. I feel sorry for them. (laughs) But you know what? If you haven't listened to Geekiest Show Ever, simply go across to iTunes and type in Geekiest Show Ever, and you can listen to Kevin and me every single week. We're sick, we're twisted, but we have fun doing it.